Hello, I'm Alice Murray, editor of The Drawdown, and um, I'm joined again today by Troy Pospisil, founder and CEO of InCloud Council. Um, so in the second instalment of my discussions with Troy, we're going to be talking about document abstraction. Personally, I'm keen to find out exactly what that is, how it works, uh, and more importantly, how it's supporting private equity legal teams, as well as their wider organisations. Hello, Troy. Welcome back. Hi, Alice. Good to see you again. Good to see you again. Um, okay, so jumping straight in, one of the key services that InCloud Council offers is document abstraction. So can you tell me what exactly that means? Absolutely. At, at a high level, it means taking a legal contract and turning it into usable data. And so if you think about a contract typically when it is finalized it is saved in a drive somewhere, hopefully on the cloud, uh, as a PDF. Uh, it's sort of entombed into a PDF is, is a word I like using. And there's a lot of information in that document. And historically, the only way to access that information was to read through the document. So when I worked at a private equity firm seven years ago, I had all of the key agreements, credit agreements, purchase agreements, operating agreements for the companies I was involved with printed out on my desk with a great deal of colored tabs uh, to various parts of the document that I knew I needed to reference with some level of frequency. I think this is still the state for most firms. And so what document abstraction means is taking a contract and putting into data form the key terms of that contract. And then in our case, we've also built various features that allow you to organize and reference that data in a very easy and intelligent way so that you can both reference information quickly and also analyze that data, not only within a single agreement, but also in a consistent fashion across similar contract types. Wow. Okay, that's very smart. Okay, so then in thinking about kind of how it works, what's the kind of, what goes on behind the scenes to be able to, to unintomb a PDF? <laughs> yeah, well, the first step is identifying those terms within a contract that you want to capture in data format in a consistent fashion. Uh, so we refer to that as a scorecard. What is the scorecard? for that contract type within your organization. So you can imagine something like an engagement letter with a service provider, maybe a consulting firm or an investment bank or an accounting firm. There are certain key terms within that contract that you're gonna wanna have in data format. Uh, there's the basic terms of the agreement, like what is the date of the agreement, uh, you know, what was the overall dollar amount? What were the key inputs that went into generating that dollar amount? Was it a percentage of the transaction? Potentially in the case of an investment bank, uh, you know, what was the definition of enterprise value in the case of calculating that information? And so you're gonna wanna, for each particular contract, build out the list of terms that you're gonna want in data format. For the contract types that we abstract in any level of volume for our customers, we've spent the time to build a really good starting place so that we can make that conversation really easy. And in fact, most of our customers just take the initial scorecard that we have on file for that contract type because they are very thoughtful and comprehensive. Uh, but in a lot of cases, we will work with customers to customize those. But it's important to spend a lot of time up front making sure you get that right 
because once you have that scorecard in place, you're going to use that to uh, abstract all of that particular contract type across your entire organization, which is a big investment uh, in time and, and there is some expense associated with it. And so then you need to go find all of those agreements, which surprisingly is, uh, is actually challenging in some cases for some of our customers. If you asked a large investment firm to go uh, put into a single folder all of the purchase agreements of all the transactions they've completed over the last five or six years, that is frankly challenging for some folks, which is actually enlightening in and of itself. The fact that they don't have all of their key documents, some of their most important documents that govern their most important relationships in one place. And then we work with them to essentially put into data format those contracts, turn them into usable data. And then we've got a lot of great features that we've built in our software platform that allow them to organize that data, quickly reference the terms of, that, uh, of those documents, and then also build some really interesting reports and analysis across documents. And then we've also started to build a lot of really interesting workflow features that allow people to proactively manage uh, things like affirmative obligations and some specific reporting tools uh, around some unique needs like uh, reporting against negative covenants. So I can get into that a bit. It's, it's, hard, it's hard to explain without a demo, but I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Oh, no, it makes perfect sense. And um... Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, it definitely sounds like a lot of work up front, but very vital and unnecessary work. Um, okay, so I think we've touched on this a bit. I mean, obviously being able to, to have all of your documents in one place and being able to interrogate, um, as you say, these like very key um, governing terms. Um, but let's think a little bit more about why a fund, both the, the legal team itself, but also the wider team, um, why would they want this kind of service? Well, there's a few reasons. So one, it's just gonna save you time. If you're organized and you have the data associated with your most important agreements, with your most important counterparties organized, you're gonna save a lot of time and ultimately, ultimately money. Uh, what often happens is people have to email the, the law firm that negotiated that transaction, ask them if they have the agreement, ask them to tell them the answer to a particular question, uh, you know, do we have this particular negative covenant in that contract? But if you have the data at your fingertips organized in a very usable format, you can deploy that to your deal teams and they can just access that information on their own. So if you take the time up front to get organized, you're going to save a lot of money ultimately down the road. Secondarily, you have obligations in these contracts uh, across your organization. And if you're not meeting those obligations, you're not in compliance uh, with your count, with what you've agreed to with your counterparties. And so by getting organized, it allows you to maintain compliance. Now, there may not be immediate consequences to missing a reporting requirement on a credit agreement, but over time, if you allow this state of disorganization to persist and compound, there ultimately will be some consequence. It will harm a relationship with an important counterparty, whether that be a frequent debt provider that you do business with, an LP that invests in your funds. Uh, so it's critical to get organized and to track your obligations and to make sure you're following through on them. And then I would say the most compelling reason for deal teams in particular is by being able to benchmark against what you have agreed to historically, 
it allows you to negotiate from a more informed perspective on future transactions, which will ultimately result in better results when you're negotiating. So for example, if you had at your fingertips all of the data on what's been agreed to in every investment banking engagement letter across your firm, when you go to negotiate with an investment bank who's maybe going to represent you on a sell side transaction, you're gonna, you're gonna negotiate better terms because that particular partner at the investment bank say, oh no, I think that's off market. I don't wanna agree to that. But you can say, hey, we've hired your investment bank 27 times in the last three years. And here's 13 transactions where your firm agreed to that particular term. You are no doubt going to end up with better economic outcomes in your agreements if you have the data on what's been agreed to in the past at your fingertips. Yeah, yeah, undoubtedly. Um, yeah, I, I can, uh, yeah, totally. I mean, obviously the time saving side, but you know, getting ahead, just kind of almost being a better corporate citizen by knowing your obligations and maybe being the first to move on them. But yeah, but having that kind of negotiating power, um, incredibly compelling. Um, okay, so then, um, are there any other insights or analysis that that document abstracting can throw up kind of beyond, you know, how, you know, like you've exampled helping you in those in those negotiations? Yeah, I mentioned most of them, obligation management, organization and referenceability and benchmarking. You know, another thing that it can help with is when you are negotiating future transactions, it can help you with drafting. Uh, one of the really nice tools that we're able to uh, give people is they can quickly reference the language within uh, various documents when they have agreed to a particular term. And so they can quickly see, you know, how have we worded historically this particular term? And they can do that across all of the contracts that may have had that term in the past. Uh, so that's really helpful when you are drafting new contracts as well. But, but I think I touched on a lot of it. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Um, okay. And obviously, you know, data is, is the name of the game. Um, those who are harnessing data effectively uh, are those that will uh, that hold the future um, and, and private equity is advancing let's say in their um, use of data um, so how could something like document abstraction feed into or support a GP's wider data strategy? Well I think it's some of the most important data I mean you know if you look at the contracts we're talking about fund documents uh, purchase agreements credit agreements your engagement letters with your largest and most important service providers uh, you know employment contracts with executives within portfolio companies these are the most important agreements they govern your most important relationships and so turning those agreements into usable data that you can reference quickly, that you can report against, that you can analyze, that you can benchmark against, should be the cornerstone of any data strategy. I really can't think of any, any data set that's going to be more valuable to a large asset manager. So um, obviously when we're analyzing current and topical challenges faced by operational leaders, one thing we often hear about is that contracts and documentation needs to be reviewed. 
Um, a good example of this has been obviously the recent case with the LIBOR transition. Could in-cloud council's abstraction service be an efficient solution to what seems like a very labor intensive task? Yeah, absolutely. We've actually uh, helped a number of our customers with this exact uh, thing that you've mentioned, which is assisting with document review to assist with the LIBOR transition. So we have a number of very large scale projects ongoing, uh, abstraction projects to assist with this. I would say also that this is just sort of a wake up call, I think for a lot of firms that they have not uh, done a great job of keeping track of their contracts and keeping track of the data in those contracts. If firms had been doing this on an ongoing basis as part of their everyday operations, they would already have all of this data at their fingertips and they would already have all of their documents organized in a way that would allow them to quickly address uh, this problem or similar problems that are inevitably going to come up that are similar in nature. And so, uh, you know, we, we hope it's, it's a reminder to folks that having contracts in data form and digitizing all of their documents uh, so that they can quickly reference and report against the key terms in those documents is a worthwhile exercise. Absolutely. And it only feels as if these sorts of exercises are just going to become more apparent as the world changes and uh, especially with what we've been through this year. And um, like you say, being able to review that and have that at your fingertips is just going to become an incredibly powerful tool. Thank you so much, Troy. Uh, it's been fantastic to speak to you again. Um, yeah, really appreciate your time and your insights today. Yeah, Alice, thank you for taking the time. This was a lot of fun. I appreciate it. My pleasure. And thank you very much for listening.